0: to the Medivin Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, produced by Jay Hadd. The Medivin Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Pure Group, and Future Promotions. You can listen to the Medivin Sports Show every Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. on 104.7 FM, WLOU. You can also catch past episodes of the Main Event Sports Show on Stitcher.com. Just search Main Event Sports Radio. You can catch us on Twitter at MeSports. You can catch us on Facebook at Main Event Sports Radio. You can also catch us on the Internet at MainEventsports101.com. And don't forget, you can take the Main Event Sports Show with you wherever you go by downloading the Main Event Sports app. Just go to your favorite Play Store or App Store and search with the keywords Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the main event.
1: Come with I'm coming to the the clutch, uh, uh, some of that car, the crush. yo, this is for my team that be cracking heads for rolling on the field like a black and red truck. Uh, 11 uh, for 4, man, they go for broke. Uh, you
2: when the games on the nine, man, they hold the rope. they never let go. And when they hit, you ain't getting up. Never take it L, man, they keep putting them sevens uh, up. Yeah. You know the name, it's the cars when the
1: whole game. UFL uh, won't stop uh, till we win a bowl. Now you see us on the line, if we tap in the hat, forget your half back, forgot to take half of your back. The beast. The ready, a we go head
3: to head, we I don't know what to say. We'll like I don't know what to say. Uh, Rashawn Myers, Haven Harrington, and uh, six o'clock is time for your number one sports show main event. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers,
4: and they have been. Uh, you've been up since what? Uh, what five, six this morning? Been up early, Jay has. It's, it's very special day. It's not every day the ESPN Game Day comes to town. Wow, Rashawn. Let's do. Uh, let's back up from. Uh, yesterday
3: then hit on up to today
4: yeah you know what uh, of course ESPN announced last week uh, that they were going to be heading to Louisville for uh, for ESPN game day the first top 10 matchup of the college football season number two Florida State taking on number 10 Louisville uh, and a lot of excitement of course uh, the first time the college football world is really centered around the Derby City um, and Louisville, uh, you know, understandably has been hyped up. We heard radio all week. We heard analysis. We heard breakdown. So much so that Jay has, frankly, by the end of the week, I was tired of it. But it was, it, it was fun, uh, man. I, I was tired. I was tired of it. I just wanted to play the game. I just wanted to play the game. We got there last night. We got to uh, check out the game day set. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, we, we was did. hanging out with, with our man DJ Smurf. Uh, you know, just, just it, it was it was a very, very exciting time. But I tell you what, my man Haven, today, this morning, we got up. And just as we, you know, headed toward the, the field, even though it was rainy a little bit, you know, it was a little bit overcast, uh, it just felt like something special was going to happen. And that atmosphere before the game was none short of electric. In the immortal
0: words... Of another great Kentuckian. We all know him as Randy Poffo. Oh, yeah. Cardinal Magnus. Ran all over Florida State. And for those who don't know who Randy Poffo is, you know him as Randy the Macho Man Savage. Man. Electric is not the word. I'm telling you, it is not the word. No, we all thought Louisville would win. We all thought Louisville would win.
4: Let's not get into that. Before before we get into that, I do want to talk about the pregame setup. First of all, nobody knew who the special guest picker was. We heard Jennifer Lawrence. We heard, um, you know, all all types of uh, different, you know, you know, options as far as people to make the picks. It ended up being, of course, they did the tribute for the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali, and none other than Layla Ali did the special guest picks. So, like, you had that going on. And then they had one of the most phenomenal pregame hype videos. Where they basically took Muhammad Ali and, and him talking about the city of Louisville and talking about you know him being the greatest and, and kind of it, it meshed that in with highlights of, of Louisville working out and the highlights from the the game so far and it was absolutely amazing, one of the best hype videos, if not the best hype video I've seen hey no
0: i mean this I mean this hype video literally gave me goosebumps I mean listen to him talk, listen to Ali, you know go through cadence with. You know, I'm the greatest of all time. And let me tell you what made me so great. Louisville, Kentucky, the greatest city of all time. I'm from Louisville. That's what made me so great. And then he showed, you know, all the Cardo players working out, getting ready. And in between then, and then they showed the fights with Ali knocking out Liston, Ali knocking out Foreman, you know, all, the, all these great Ali fights. And then the end, he kept saying, the champ is here. The champ is here. And then, like, Louis runs down a tunnel. Everybody's excited. Everybody's screaming.
4: I mean, it was, it was just it, like, it was chaos. Literally, we were out there, and we're trying to take videos and take pictures. And, and, and it literally gave me chills just to hear Ali's words and said, I believe that I'm the heavyweight champion, but there's going to be another champion. As soon as he said that. Louisville ran out of that tunnel, and it was amazing. It, it was a special day. It was a very special lead up. ESPN game day, having Lee Corso, the former Louisville head football coach, come back here, uh, you know, facing off against his alma mater. It was literally perfect. But then at the end of the day, it came down to what happened once that kickoff occurred. And we had to get the game kicked off, Have, and as you said, We knew that Louisville had a lot of advantages. If you listen to the main event sports show leading up to this, we talked about some of those. If you looked at our video breaking down the game last night, you know the way we felt about this game. But nobody saw coming what we did over the next three and a half hours. University of Louisville, Lamar Jackson. You want to talk about Heisman, Haven, is there any doubt that this guy's the Hivesman forward? I mean, what, what does Lamar Jackson have to do at this point to, like, not win the Hivesman?
0: I mean, the guy has more touchdowns than half a college football. Enough said. He has more touchdowns than half a college football. I mean, he is Action
4: Jackson. 63-20. to 20. I'm just going to go put it out there. 63-20 to 20 was the final score. Your University of Louisville fighting football Cardinals went to the woodshed. They didn't just beat Florida State. They took the gas off the pedal in the third quarter and basically just stopped playing. That You know how embarrassing that is for a, a program like Florida State, a national championship pedigree, a national championship coach? And literally, Louisville was like, you know what? I'm just going to let my young dudes get some time. Cal Boland got put into the game. Cal Bowling got in the game against Florida State, Jay has Not because of an injury, not because of some issue. But because the game was over. Unbelievable. Hey, now let me ask you, uh, in a a game with so many superlatives, the offense looked great, the the offensive line was excellent, the defense looked great, special teams was very good. What, to you, was the most impressive thing that happened today? Uh, You know, to me, what what I thought was the most
0: impressive thing from watching this game was the offensive line. The offensive line to me was the most impressive game only because, like for the past two years, we have seen the offensive line consistently break down, break down in pass protection, not open up any holes at all for the uh, the running backs to run through the middle. Uh, to buy Hughley. You know, we have mentioned here before, got pushed around by several squads last year, gave up. Uh, since he's been a little Since he's been in Louisville. You know, give up all sorts of points. Not points, but you know, a lot of penetration. Uh, false starts from a center. she never have a false start, but he averaged like, one false start a game for like, the last like five or six games of the season last year. But this offensive line for the first three games of the season has looked like that 2006 offensive line. They, it was Giacomini, and when those guys were playing offensive line, I mean, it, it, it was like that wall where Brom literally had like eight seconds to throw the ball.
4: And, and, you know, it's funny because we heard the Florida State play-by-play guy come on. And basically, I almost envisioned like Vince McMahon walking up to the microphone as this man sat down to talk about his Florida State Seminoles, which he was very proud of, talking about how great – this defense. So he said this is the best Florida State defensive line he's seen in the last fifteen to twenty years. So you're talking about NFL players, you know, guys like Walker and Nande and the rest of those guys, up and down the line, Josh Sweat And I mean like I was like Louisville's offensive line completely dominated Florida yes. State's
0: defensive line. Completely. And that's something I did not see.
4: Running the ball
0: no. and pass protection. No. I'm not gonna lie. I did not see that happening. Wow. I thought Walker
4: was going to wreck havoc because he's just been so dominant all year long. He didn't do anything. Did nothing. He was leading the NCAA in sacks coming into this game. He did nothing. I he mean, didn't even get close to Lamar Jackson. No, he didn't. I mean. Except for when Lamar signed that autograph for him at the end of the game. Ooh, that hurt. That hurt. You know, I'm just saying. But anyway, like,
0: I thought Walker was going to be a lot more disruptive. Especially, you know, I thought there was gonna Walker up over the center. Mm-hmm. Let him take Hughley. He'll get in the back, you know, he getting in the backfield. He calls Lamar some pressure, Lamar to throw the ball away. Maybe get some bad plays, things of that nature. I did not expect the offensive line to completely and utterly dominate the line of scrimmage.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. And they are my MVP of the game. We're going to go ahead and give our peer group MVP of the game today. And the peer group MVP is definitely that offensive line. To buy Hughley and company, set the tone. Early, Louisville. Of course, they took the ball, and it wasn't any flashy Bobby Petrino one-play touchdowns. It wasn't a "we're just going to come out and be so smart, we're going to catch you, you know, slipping." No, that was a very physical running set. The tone first drive. A and lot, a lot, a, a lot of
0: between the tackles running.
4: Between the tackles running, making short, smart passes, and Louisville systematically worked the ball down the field after missing a wide open. Uh, 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 Jalen Smith, who would have scored a touchdown, on oh the first, easily, the guy would have walked in. Uh, you know, he would have walked in. Louisville systematically went down the field, scoring the touchdown on a short Lamar Jackson run, and that just kind of set the tone for what we saw all game, every snap. Just a, an unbelievable performance. So, yeah, the offensive line definitely gets, uh, you know, the, the the sticker or the, the game ball and the MVP or whatever you want to call it. Those guys uh, were none short of outstanding. And Tobiah Hughley is a guy who I have destroyed on this show many times. We and, take it back. You know, and I don't take nothing back because he was awful. I'm not taking anything well, back. Well, I will say but that. I'll give you props because you, sir, put in the work to get where you needed to be. And now you deserve that captainship. You deserve everything that you're getting. And you are the leader of this team. Because without that offensive line, Lamar Jackson could not do what he's doing. And those running backs could not do what they're doing. Jeremy Smith was dominant on the ground. Brandon you know, Radcliffe was dominant at, on the ground. At one point in the game,
0: point. I think like in the middle of the third quarter, Brandon Radcliffe had 99 yards rushing. Lamar Jackson had 99 yards rushing. When you get another running back in the game that can complement what Lamar Jackson does that puts so much pressure to defense
4: it's kind of like Antonio Gates and and Shelton you know Eric Shelton you had the the power and the fire and the ice you know what I'm saying no 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 that team's completely different because
0: that team had like four NFL running backs yeah Michael Bush and Kobe Smith I mean you had like Mm. four NFL running backs in the backfield that one squad I mean
4: that's I mean, you have L.J. Scott, who I like, but even though, but I mean, right now that 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 Jeremy Smith, Jeremy Smith is is one of the guys that I don't think necessarily so far people have gotten given a lot of credit to. But that young man never gets negative; has negative plays. He always moves forward. He's always pushing the pile, and you know, he ran in for a, a tough touchdown early on in the game i believe it was the second touchdown of the game and then he came back and had another rushing touchdown in the third quarter as well uh it was just a complete and total domination from that louisville offense um, very impressed with everybody out there james quick the louisville native son finally seems to be uh achieving the goals he was a four-star wide receiver out of high school one of the top wide top had one of the greatest catches seasons.
0: you know his catch may be a sports center Top 10, because I thought the ball may have been intercepted at one point. Yeah. Because the Florida State play, he dove forward. The ball kind of disappeared. I I didn't see where it went. And And then all of a sudden, he's
4: just running down the field. Yeah, he's
0: running down the field. Like, what's going on? And then I watched the replay. He caught the ball with his knees.
4: It was almost like when Bruce Leroy caught the bullet with his teeth. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They they thought Bruce Leroy was laying on the ground, and he had the bullet in his teeth. It was kind of like that. He he said he didn't even realize he had the ball down there. And then he looked down there, and the ball was there. Man, speaking of 80 references... You know,
0: Megatron. I think summed up this game the best. Then in the middle of third court, I'm sitting there next to a couple of guys in in radio row. And I looked at them. UofL goes up, I believe, like forty two to ten at that point.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, you know what? Megatron said the best in nineteen eighty four. When he was like, let the slaughter begin, because that's exactly
4: what happened. It felt like a team of destiny type of deal. It just felt like Florida State, they, they weren't going to do anything in that game. Like, if they were just overmatched, it was a team that had been built towards that, and they came out and they got it done. And, and Jimbo Fisher is still one of the best coaches in the country, and Florida State is still one of the best teams in the country. I just think that this was when opportunity meets uh, preparation. Great things can happen, and that's what happened.
0: Well, and great things happen because, you know, when it was 28-10, it's kind of going to halftime. I was like, eh, you know what? That's a nice lead. It's a very good lead. impressively, Very impressive lead. But you know what? Jimbo second half. That's what we hear about. Jimbo second half. That's what I was saying. Eh, He's, you a genius. Know what? He's a genius. I, you know what? The, the man is the Jedi master of, of second half, you know, uh, adjustments. There's not one coach in football. NFL, yeah. college, it's whatever. That can second half game plan and make adjustments like Jimbo Fisher. And what
4: happened in that second half, Haven?
0: No, but I'm gonna I'm get the second half. When they got down thirty-five to ten at halftime, that's when I was like, "It's over. Yeah. They're not coming back from this. Yeah. They're not coming back." I mean, yeah, it,
4: was, it was twenty-eight to ten. Louisville had just gotten the score, and we know that Jimbo Fisher loves to get that touchdown to end the half and then come back and get the touchdown to start the this 17 to times the and louisville basically shut florida state out they went three uh you know that they, they went three and out and ended up having to kick the ball back to louisville and louisville gets the ball and lamar jackson scampers like 50 yards touchdown for the touchdown game over and it's game over
0: and, and, and the famous rosa namco Game over.
4: But you know what? We're going to get into more of this. I definitely want to hear from you, Car Nation. If you're Florida State fans uh, out there, 502 776 1350. Give us a call on the Peer Group Hotline. We'd love to hear from you. I want thoughts on the game, thoughts on Lamar Jackson, just your analysis, players of the game, what's next. I don't care. Give us a call. There are a ton of uh, on the uh, on the field today uh, Louisville basketball and football recruits so there's a lot there's a lot going on everybody was showing out the stars were there um, it was absolutely amazing so please give us a call um, you are listening to the main event sports show here Rashawn, Jay Haven we're taking care of you are going to take you up to the 7 o'clock hour so get us in next you are the main event sports show 104.7 the new home of Tom Jordan and show like a boy you you're, cause
1: you're my son like Elroy. You'd be happy as hell to get
0: a record deal. Yeah. Maybe a soul you'd sell to have massive you yeah.
2: I'm Dawn G, along with Julian Glover from Wave 3 News. You need to watch Bounce Louisville on Time Warner 194. Bounce is a network designed to celebrate the African-American community. Shows like Family Time and the new hit drama series Saints and Sinners with Vanessa Bell Calloway. Great old comedy, Bernie Mac and the Hughleys, Plus movies with your favorite stars. Watch on Time Warner 194 or 3-2 if you use an antenna.
5: Turn on Bounce Louisville. It's TV our way and breaking right now i'm scott reynolds
2: and i'm shannon kogan with wave three news
5: when it's breaking news that hits close to home
2: breaking news out of shively you
5: turn to wave three news wave three news southern indiana reporter katie bauer
2: is live because you expect more right now and i'm chief meteorologist kevin Harned, working hard every day to keep you and your family safe it's an all-out tornado outbreak now with the earliest outlook we're tracking storms farther out than ever before expect more right now on wave three news Progressive brings you tree with Flow.
6: When Flow flows, she flows in the know. My ruminates the rates. Shown them all, I heed the call. Seeing the rest, I choose the best. Sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's not. When the fox walks, is it called a fox trot? That's a real question.
2: Compare Progressive Direct rates with top competitors' rates. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
3: Way back with your number one sports show. Main event, your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and uh, I'm just overwhelmed. I don't know what to say. Go karts. That's the only thing I can say.
4: And welcome back into the Main Event Sports Show. And I know we have our phone lines buzzing. If you want to get in next, give us a call, 502-776-1350. But let's go ahead and hit these phone lines let's up. See. we got our man, Main Event DC, Mark Bacon.
5: Is that you, Mark? That's to me. How y'all doing?
0: The
4: Baconator. What's going on?
5: Oh, my goodness. I mean, he, I, I'm I'm going to echo Jay Haz's comment. <laughs> I mean, I'm speechless in a way, man. but I, I would like to say – uh, many thanks and praise to our Lord and God for no serious injuries in the game and <laughs> yeah, exactly. also yeah, exactly. allowed for, no, uh, for the victory. I mean, this was the best college football game I have seen in my life.
4: Wow. wow. It was as close to perfect as, as I've ever seen, Mark.
5: I agree. I agree, Rashawn. I, I could not. I mean, uh, I'm slack-jawed over this whole thing. And, uh, Haven, tell him what I told you in a text message. Go ahead. Fill the beans. You know, <laughs> it's just I did not think this would happen.
0: No, you didn't. Actually, your your prediction, if I'm not mistaken, I'm about to pull it up right here. I said than 14, Mark. You thought FSU was going to win 34-28. Fortuna uh, yeah. has folded in big games consistently. The weather with Hinder-Jackson. And uh, you, ho- you hope to get the W, but you think it's going to pull it out 24-38.
5: Exactly. And I, I apologize, first of all, Main Event Sports listeners, Louisville, Cards fans. I was so wrong. Um, <laughs> please forgive me. I just thought, you know, looking at, at the history of Petrino, and you guys can back me up because you know more about college football than I do. Uh, so that's my that's my escape. Um, that Petrino had failed in the past with big games, but this time, I mean, he wrote the gold standard, right? Hey, well, you know what,
4: and and I think that, you know, the, the one thing where Bobby Petrino was grown as a coach is that, you know, we have to remember when he was here at Louisville the first time, that was his first head coaching job, and I think uh, he's learned a lot, I think he's a, an older, wider, wiser, more veteran coach, I mean, he's, he's also he's been, wider, he's been around, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, 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 and I think that it, it has really, um, you know, it shows, he has some maturity about himself, I mean, he seemed like he was very pleased after the game, but he's also, uh, you know, kind of keep these guys eye on the prize, and and I, I, I like like everything I see. I loved what I heard from the players after the game. And it seems like these guys, now all they're focused on is Marshall. I mean, literally, you have these guys in the press conference after probably the biggest regular season win in the history of the program, and they're talking about all we care about right now is going to Marshall, heading up there.
5: Absolutely. And Marshall took it on the chin today.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, but I, and I think that's just a testament to Bobby. I think it's a testament to these players. This is a team that wants great. They aren't satisfied with an upset win. They don't see themselves as an upset candidate. They see themselves as a team that can compete for a national championship, and I think that shows.
0: And you should when you average 62 points a game. You should. That's Absolutely.
5: crazy. I mean, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 I mean, what is really standing in the way? I've got to ask all three of you. What is standing in the way of us being number one in Alabama? Because I think if we execute a game plan like I saw today against Saban's crew, I mean, they're doomed. They're, they are doomed. There is a real chance of us going undefeated if they keep up this level of play, if they keep up their focus. And I think that if is within reach.
4: Well, i tell you what, Mark, the scariest thing for for you know everybody else is that this Florida State defense is probably twice as good as any other defense they'll play the rest of the season. And that's a scary prospect to think that Louisville just hung 63 on by far the best defense they'll see the rest of the year.
5: Absolutely. And, I mean, I've got to give you props, Rashawn. I mean, on Main Event Sports, 101.com, our blog, which if you ain't aware of it, everybody check it out. Rashawn just nailed this game talking about the focus on Jacks and the defense could be the real story, and I've got to say, and I'm I'm standing by it, etched in stone, diamond, concrete, whatever, that Louisville's linebacker core is unparalleled. I have never seen a group like this. I wish the Redskins had them, you know?
4: Hey, I'm telling you, I yeah, I agree with you. I mean it was definitely all hands on deck, Mark, and, and we are very, very excited about that. Do you have any any thoughts on the skins before we head? I know we got some hey, other. Mark, hey coming. Mark, hold tight. <laughs> yeah. hold, hey, just hold Uh-oh. tight
3: real quick. I'm gonna get yeah. I'm gonna get this caller in real quick. He's gonna stand by. Go ahead, call it your comment. Uh
2: Google cards. Uh, right. you know, today I think we got the full package. Uh, you had the special team scoring, you had the offensive scoring, you had the defense scoring. And then you have the defense that stepped up and uh, really shut down a great Florida State team. So uh, it's really, really great to just, uh, as an alumni, see this team rise to, it really was, the I think, the greatest event in football history for Louisville in probably 50 years. So sir, uh, go Cards.
3: Sir, let me ask you a question real quick before you go. Where do you see Louisville go? Where do they go from here?
2: You know, I... I I'm I'm an Alabama fan as well, but I'm alumni of U of L. Uh I really looking at them today, I really see them really as a as the top team in the nation. Wow. If they if, if they Agreed. bring if they bring the package that he brought today, they are the number one team in the nation.
4: I agree. Wow. That's awesome. And sir, I'm sorry, your your name, sir? William. William. I right, well I appreciate, appreciate the you, Mr. call William. in and, and yeah, thanks appreciate for calling your thoughts, in. definitely. All right. Have a great day. You too. Mark,
3: Dallas the and market. Washington Redskins. Yeah, we it got to get our Redskins Red update Skins. before we get you out there.
5: Jay, <laughs> all, y'all. I was in D.C. last week for the game and I am very disappointed all caps underlined in the Redskins' performance. Um, there were many comments being made throughout the game from friends, etc., that this was, quote-unquote, the old cousins. And There are many things to back up that assertion, particularly one of my favorite Redskins of the modern era, uh, retired tight end Chris Cooley, just took him to task on radio on Monday morning. Oh, wow. I mean, just beat him down and then backs it up online with film and breaks the film down like a coach. And he was, you know, his feet weren't right. His head wasn't right. He was looking the wrong way. They failed in almost every aspect of the game. And I, I question one thing, is that Scott McClellan, who I still think is the best GM in the NFL, bolstered so many weapons that they have. But to protect the weapons, and you, you know, tell me if you agree or disagree, the offensive line and defensive line have to be able to keep those weapons safe. They, oh, they- failed.
4: Most important. I mean, the point of attack is always. I don't care whether it's college, high school, the little leagues, little league. That offensive and defensive line. Whoever wins in the trenches wins. You know, wins the game. I don't care who's playing. I don't care what level it is. So no, you're absolutely right.
5: Absolutely, and I mean, think back to to the great U of L alumni, Joe Jacoby and the Hogs. And this offensive line calling themselves hogs to Trent Williams leading the charge. And I respect and love Trent. But, you know, they got a ways to go before they achieve that dream. So I think tomorrow um, this whole idea, and, again, you guys, I'm, I'm a basketball guy. You know that. Uh, but I think that this whole idea of keeping Josh Norman, their high-priced defensive back, on one side of the field exclusively is perhaps an error because people are going to throw away from him constantly. And as long as they do that, if Josh Norman is lined up on the left, I'm going to throw to the right. And Des Bryant is out there. And I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Redskins fan. I have feelings about the Cowboys, which Haven, as a Cowboys fan, knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. But I do think that they don't prevail if they continue this. They have to adjust.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, when you try to leave, like, one guy on an the island, there's only literally literally been, like, a handful, maybe, like, five or six guys in the NFL that you can actually do that with. And as talented as Norman is, he's still not Deion Sanders. You right. know, Deion's the only guy, in like, in recent times that you could leave on an island by himself. And it's like, you got this half of the field over here. Other five guys have the other half of the field. I mean, it was it was Dion, like uh, just Dion. Uh, mm-hmm. He tried with Dill Revis. He got uh, torched a couple of times last night, or the Thursday night, should I say? So Thursday, yeah, yeah, Thursday. So you know, it's I expected more from the Redskins after what I saw last year. I, I, they kind of came together. It seems like they kind of got clicking. They kind of got everything together. They had some momentum going into the end of the season. I thought that kind of would carry into this. Uh, this season, but so far it really hasn't done it. You know, they haven't been able to turn the corner.
5: Well, I, I I couldn't agree more, and I have to ask my fellow Redskins brother Jay Has, you know how he feels about your comment, and does he feel that the progress yeah. from last year, Jay, is something that actually backslid? Did they get complacent? Did they get you know quote unquote fat and happy?
3: I want some talent. Get rid of uh, Dan Snyder, the owner. Get <laughs> uh, rid of them hogs. Quit paying all them big time dollars to them and, and make them earn their money. I don't know that that whole organization is is, is terrible. Uh, it's, I agree. It's terrible. With
5: Dan Snyder. I'm I so sad. I'm mad. About, I, yeah, I, then I actually wonder about Gruden. Jay, what about you?
3: Man, bring him in. Bring in Bobby Petrino. Bring him. We take Bobby. We
5: take Bobby. Hey, hey, hey. Petrino in Louisville. Petrino in our hometown, man. Don't you ever
3: say that to
4: me again, brother. Hey, 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 Mark, appreciate you calling in. Definitely. And we'll be looking forward to everything. Let me tell you something. This is the hardest working man on maineventsports101.com. The blog senior writer, Mark Bacon, getting it done as always, sir.
5: Well, real quick, I, I want to add something. In case you haven't checked us out today uh-huh. on maineventsports101.com and our blog, to me, my alma mater, George Washington University fire coach Mark- Michael honorgan last night, they still will not confirm it, but my sources tell me that Louisville alumni Haj Turner, who I think is a man of extraordinary character, is in line to be the interim coach, and I sure hope so, God willing. Wow. And God bless you all, and much peace and love to everybody in Louisville. Go Cards. Peace. All right, Mark. Melt the guns. All hey, right. Appreciate hey, you, man. Appreciate
4: you, Mark. And that's awesome for Hodge Turner. I mean, Hodge is a great guy. Yeah, he's uh, all right. And I'm very, very, uh, you know, hope that he does get that opportunity. It was,
3: it was okay for Lord. It was okay. Oh, yeah, but you know, somebody, hey, that, Chicago's
4: that. on. That's some breaking news right there. That's awesome. Reported I mean, that, that, no
3: place
0: else but here at the Benny Sports Show. There
4: you go. And you know what? I know we're up against it for our next break. So if you want to get in line next, give us a call 502 776 1350. We're going to continue to take reactions, your thoughts, MVP, where Louisville goes from here. You know, are, are there anybody out there who thinks that this Marshall game up the road, uh, if that's going to be uh, a possible trap game? So, you know, I want to hear from you
3: take this quick call?
4: call oh, quickly? yeah, we got a we got call out. Let's okay. go ahead and go to him. Go ahead, Sergeant. Go, what's, call, your call real what's your, quick? Name, what's Wayne, your comment real quick?
3: are you guys doing this evening? Go ahead,
4: Wayne.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to make a brief comment. I was very pleased with the uh, the beatdown today. It showed two things. You know, the, the talking heads are already trying to put a spin on it. Well, they had a couple of key guys out. I don't care about that. That's Florida State, you're you supposed to pump somebody right in. Apparently, they couldn't do it. And the, the problem for the rest of the season, nobody, there's nobody out there that has a Lamar Jackson and can duplicate what he does. And that's going to be the nightmare for the rest of the teams that they play. And it would be, I'd like to say, I'll tell you what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Louisville's already won. Florida State, they'll, they'll, they'll drop. Alabama's not out of the woods. It'd be interesting if they lost. And I would, be, I'd be, I would love to see if the talking heads had the guts to move Louisville to number one. That's what I'd like to see. But well, as always, guys, you know, you always are the best. And I appreciate appreciate you all giving me my shot, and I'll be chatting with you again soon. Oh. Roshan? Yes, sir. I, I was gonna ask you, man. Have you talked to Big Will or Farha man? I, ah, I, I hey, one of
4: them. Hey, Big Will's, man, Let me tell you something. You know, Big Will's <laughs> one of the biggest football, Louisville football fans out there, man. He's actually got a little smile on his face, man. He's he's excited about the team. So yeah, I they, they, talk to the fellas often, man. They they getting excited about the season, uh, and and after today, I haven't talked to them since the game ended. But I'll be talking to those fellas. I'm pretty sure they hyped up. Yeah, tell
1: them I said, hey, man. And then and what we heard, what we saw today was the truth.
4: There it is—the whole or truth and nothing truth. but the truth.
1: All right, none. And then, and taking one, one other thing and don't let somebody else have it. Uh-huh. To be honest with you, man, nobody's playing better than Louisville right now. No, nobody. And what what Lamar Jackson is doing is just stupid.
4: <laughs> well, I, I think that's one of the reasons why people are trying to make excuses for Florida State because I don't think anybody really understands where, how to take this team. I mean, the fact that you have a team that came into the game averaging 62 points, scored 63 points today, is manhandling everybody. I really don't think they know what to do. Uh, you know, I, I just think that they're completely – I don't even know what to do with this team. I mean, it's unbelievable. I still haven't figured this team out yet. It's, it's amazing.
1: You know what You know what we can all do, fellas, is we can just keep enjoying this because this is a show. It's
3: the greatest strong turf. It's saying. like that episode, the power. Hey, you. There you go. The goat. You
1: said, you said it right there. The power.
3: The
4: goat. Yeah. got the
1: power.
3: Appreciate
4: you, man. Hey, appreciate okay, you, appreciate
1: Wayne Appreciate y'all, Jay. y'all. Take care now. All, All right,
4: right Don. now. Hey, hey, if you want to get in next, give us a call. 502-776-1350. We're going to keep taking your calls. I want reaction, people. I need Ooh. MVPs. I need, you know, who's going to be, uh, you know, the, the, the guy who takes this team on the road to Marshall and gets it done. Do you think these guys are going to get overconfident? Should look one game the at one a, a at time.
3: At Go Cards. I want to hear it. Main Event Sports, 776-1350 or WLOUonline.com or... WW, Main Event Sports 101. how do you get it? The number one sports show, Main Event.
7: The good news
0: is that if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, order from the Fast Break lunch menu, and don't get your food within 15 minutes, your lunch is free. The bad news is, we don't plan on taking longer than 15 minutes. Free lunches? Are you crazy? What kind of business model is
2: that? Lunch fast or it's free. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. For a limited time only at participating locations. Valid for tables of six or less. Other restrictions apply. See participating location for details. GEICO applauds your inner ride leader. An enthusiastic engine rev goes out to the biker in you who leads the pack. Even if that pack is a party of one, you're still a leader to GEICO. To prove it, GEICO will ensure your motorcycle with great rates and 24-7 customer service. And with GEICO by your side, you're never cruising solo, which means you've just been nominated as a real ride leader. Congrats. The smell of fine leather and trailblazing is in your future. GEICO Motorcycle. See how much you could say.
3: We're back with your number one sports show, main event. Haven Harrington hosts, Rashawn Myers. And, uh, man, we covered so much for the last uh, couple of days, college game day. Rashawn, I have a list of all the celebrities that was there on college game day today. Really? I have a list.
0: Man, wow. a two-page long list. That's no, it's not two pages, man. List. I can
3: read. I can read. What you got for us, Hay?
0: So, they played this hype video. I think... This has to be, like, the greatest hype video I've ever seen at of L game.
3: Oh, and I'm going to really? play, like, I'm gonna play like a little snippet of it. Just, just a little snippet. Just a little snippet. Let me, let me hear it. All of my friends in
1: Louisville, Kentucky, where I started. I'm recognized all over the world now, but my greatness came and started in Louisville, Kentucky. And that's one of the greatest cities in America, Louisville, Kentucky. And I predict that Louisville, Kentucky will have another world champion. Because Louisville is the greatest.
0: There it is. That's the that's what they play like the at the very end after we
4: defeated Florida State. Very nice.
3: Very. It nice. doesn't get no bigger than Louisville football and basketball here, soccer and yeah, everything. Because WWE was in town last night. Yeah, tonight. I mean, last night. Right. Wasn't sold out. Ain't that something? Wow,
4: we got too much going on. It's a lot just, going on. They, they, they picked the wrong weekend for that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know what? It, it's, it's been. I mean, it's just. It's been crazy. Like this. Is, this has been the most. I don't even know. Like this is one of those weeks where you just kind of look back and kind of reassess because it's been. It's been an amazing ride, but like everything that happened this week, it's going to continue to just grow. Like the the legend of Lamar Jackson, the man had five touchdowns, more than right? four rushing touchdowns, crazy four passing touchdowns, crazy.
3: The best he quarterback had in the country,
4: eighteen touchdowns, people in three games. That is ridiculous. <laughs> you know,
0: and he can't say it's a competition.
4: It's ridiculous.
0: Oh, you can't say it's a competition. He
4: scored five touchdowns on Florida State. So what's he going to do against? I don't know anybody else.
0: Well, but, Marshall just lost sixty five to twenty eight today to Akron.
4: They just put gave up sixty five points to Akron. So was going to put up about ninety. I mean it's ridiculous. Look, these cats is putting up like like just video game numbers. Absolutely amazing. Now now Haven, I do want to talk about I thought that one of the key points in the game, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about how good the offense was, but once the offense was able to get that fourteen to three lead, that fourteen to twenty one or twenty one three lead It really put a lot of pressure on DeAndre Francois to be able to have to stand back there and pass the ball. And then we saw Louisville really take the chains off those pass rushes. James Hearns was a monster from the first drive. The uh, Devonte Fields was a monster from the first drive. Josh Harvey Clemens coming on blitzes from both the linebacker outside uh, inside linebacker, outside linebacker and safety spots was a problem out there. Um, what did you think about that defensive performance? I know a lot of people were worried about the Syracuse game and the fact that they gave up uh, 21 points to the you know the starters gave up it, 21 points, but it seemed like they really came out and showed well today. Well,
0: you know the Syracuse game didn't bother me at all. And with how our defense performed. Actually, I thought our defense played pretty well against the Syracuse team, which is a very up-tempo team. That's that's the offense they play. They up-tempo fast, 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 so you can't substitute. The defense gets tired. Mistakes happen. They can't substitute players. You keep changing formations. You catch the defense slipping, and you score. You know That's how, of course, they got the first touchdown, actually. It's the same thing. They ran Dalvin Cook like two times. Then he sped the game up. Louisville wasn't ready. They got a big run, and then a big pass play. Louisville settled down, was able to do their able to do their thing. But the thing about the defense, this is Bobby Ball. This is what Bobby did when he came back the first time. You get that you get the ball first, you score, and your reputation precedes you as being an offensive genius. So now. The defensive coaches on the other team, the offensive coaches on the other team are like, okay, now we got to score. We have to match what Louisville does. Then you go up 14 to nothing. Then you're like, well, okay, we may have to take this out of our playbook because now we got to put up points. It looks like they're going to score a lot of points. 21 to 3. Then you're like, okay, you know what? We can't run Dalvin Cook like we want to run Dalvin Cook. Now we're going to have to throw it back and we're going to have to start throwing the ball. And then once that happens, and it becomes obvious that you have to throw a lot more than what you want to, then you can start blitzing. The defensive linemen can pair their ears back. They don't have to worry about the rush, and
4: they come at you. That's exactly what Louisville did. And you know what? How good was the Louisville defense today? Dalvin Cook, total yards rushing in today's game, 16 carries for only 57 yards, a 3.4 yard per carry average on on the day, and zero receptions. And a guy who's a big part of the passing game, he had 100 yards receiving versus Ole Miss, did not record a catch in the game. I mean, just absolutely took Dalvin Cook out of the game. They deleted him. Like, that's amazing for a guy who's a Heisman hopeful and one of the best two or three running backs in the country uh, in my estimation. So just, I mean, that they, they locked in. And then also Francois. DeAndre Francois came into this game as the number two statistical quarterback in the country right behind Lamar Jackson second in pretty much all the passing categories that Lamar was first in and this young man seven of 18 passing so he was less than 50 percent completions only 101 yards one touchdown one pick and was harassed all night they didn't even show how many sack he got sacked five times five times James Hearns uh, you know uh, the DeAndre, uh, or excuse me, uh, Devontae Fields, and the rest of those guys just completely put the screws to him all day. The defense was outstanding; it I mean, was like South. De- the defense
0: played like out. So. That defensive line controlled Florida State's offensive line. Now, Florida State's offensive line was kind of banged up, and they're also young. On top of that, but man, that defensive line just completely controlled and dominated the line of scrimmage. The same way Louisville's offensive line completely controlled and domin- dominated the line of scrimmage, and when you dominate the line of scrimmage, yeah, it's hard to win.
4: Well, no, I mean Louisville set the edge on both. It is, on it's both hard sides.
0: for a state. It's hard for state to win when he got dominated on both lines of scrimmage.
4: I mean, and and that's you know, I mean, it's it's very difficult to win. And when you talk about winning in the trenches, and you talk about Louisville outclass Florida State on both lines, that is something I never thought I'd say. I mean you can say Louisville could win or, or or be, you know, close. But when you talk about dominating on both sides, just absolutely um Amazing what they were able to do uh, from a defensive line standpoint. Uh, Got to give a big shout out to Chucky Williams. He, of course, started uh, in place of D. Smith, who was uh, ejected from the Syracuse game for targeting. So uh, mandatory rule by the NCAA. D. Smith had to sit out the first half. Chucky Williams was outstanding uh, in relief uh, of uh, of D. Smith. Um, you know, so I mean that 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 was uh, you know. Amazing what he was able to do uh, in backup of him. So much so that once the second half started, uh, D. Smith did not get in the game. Like until Chucky Williams went down with a apparent shoulder injury after he got an interception, uh, he came out of the game. He looks like he was getting iced up. I don't know the extent of that injury. I'm sure that Coach Petrino will address that. Um, but you know, I mean, just. Uh, amazing all hands on deck. And we talk about the depth of this Louisville team. And this is what we talk about. We talk about how good this team is and how good the team can be. That's the difference between previous Petrino teams and this team is that, in my opinion, the starters are almost as good as the backups at every position, except for quarterback. I think there's a Not pretty, pretty big difference. But, the, the, but the, the, the reserves are very talented. They're very good. Um, you know, we saw Jonathan Greener come off the bench in place of James Hearns get a sack on DeAndre Francois. We saw, uh, you know, several key defensive backs make plays. Zykeas Cannon had had another uh, great game. Had a nice pass breakup. I mean, that's the difference between this Louisville team and any other Louisville team is that you have guys that are back up. Jalen Smith had a nice game, had a nice reception. So this is what we talk about. This Louisville team is unlike any that we've ever seen. And it looks like we uh, have another caller calling in. Caller, what's your name? What's your comment?
6: Yeah, you guys keep on. This is Brandon, man. You guys keep on hollering about. This team is like any other team. That's because the other teams were terrible. <laughs> I mean, you, you, that's, like, that's, like, that's like comparing. like Y'all comparing, Y'all comparing a, a, a golden egg <clears throat> to a regular egg. This team is is very very good, but the other teams were not that great. So Florida then, State, even though then, so, so Brandon, uh, hold on.
4: So so even though Florida sorry. State was the number two team in the country, they're terrible. They were terrible
6: we We seen we. How many top ten teams lost last week? So the the, I mean, the rankings don't mean a whole lot in the first two or three weeks, man. I agree it was with a, that. It was a home. It was a home game. Louisville should win. You should win your home game. It was a great performance. Nobody in the stands expected it. It was a great performance. But I mean, you guys are putting them in the championship game. You still got to play Houston, who you lost to last year. You got to play Clemson in Death Valley that you lost to last year. Now if they beat Clemson in Death Valley, then I say we I say let's you know, let's strike up the band. But to win to be the home game against a team that struggled against old miss, I mean I'm you know, I I don't wanna I don't wanna rain on the parade, but I, let's try to be realistic. But I mean, you know, you you the players have moved on to Marshall. And you, you guys gonna take this win until uh next
4: Next football season. Well, you know the way I look at it's like this. I agree with you. Louisville hasn't hasn't achieved anything. This was that they needed to win a game we talked about in the preseason. That they needed to come out and beat either Clemson or Florida State. That was the only thing that was going to make this season successful, in my opinion. I put that pressure on them. I agree with you there. But you have to look at this college football season on who's been the most impressive. And clearly, Louisville has been the best impressive, the most impressive team in college football this year so far. So I mean, if if you want to talk about uh, you can't judge these teams and the rankings don't mean anything, that's why, you know, at this point, even though, yes, absolutely, it's only a couple of weeks into September, Louisville looks like the best team in the country, and I think they should be ranked as such. I think they should be, you know, no worse than second uh, when the new polls come out because I think they've earned that, and we'll see if that continues. I mean, like you said, they have a very difficult game on the road at Marshall. I know Marshall just gave up a bunch of points, but it's on the road versus a team that's had some success, and then you head to Death Valley. So if Louisville handles their business against Marshall, uh, they're going to have an opportunity to step up. And Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, is cement the Heisman. If he comes out there and has a big game and a win in Death Valley, you might as well go ahead and mail that trophy to Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hope,
6: I hope he does, man. I hope y'all stay happy. All right,
4: later. Hey, be good, man. Have a good one, Be money Hey, but, you know, I mean, and that's real. I mean, like, that's where we're at with Louisville. I think that if Lamar Jackson has one more performance, like he did today against Clemson, you might as well mail him a trophy. Like, I, I talked about Charlie Ward, uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, uh, the Florida State superstar. Um, he won the Heisman Trophy in his second or third game of the year as a senior at Florida State, and there was a no doubt about that he was the best player in college football. And I think Lamar Jackson is almost at that point. No, no
0: it's not almost. He is at that point. I mean, he,
4: he's the best player. No, Lamar is the, the best player. Won. Yeah, Lamar but, is the, the best player. And the reason why I caution that, is because you would have said the same thing about uh, the, Fournette. Uh, Leonard Fournette last year. Like what Leonard Fournette pretty much had the Heisman won by week three, and some kind of way he ended up not even going to and lost yard. about week five. Yeah, I mean, so I I think I caution that to say I need to see him do it one more time against Clemson. Clemson's defense has not played particularly well, uh, playing against not that great offenses, uh, you know, so I don't think that they, they're going to be able to give him a lot of problems. But we'll see. We'll see. But it's right now he is the leader in the clubhouse by a long way. Well, because he's the best player in the country. Uh, you've seen three games. Of all the players out there, like
0: maybe McCaffrey, uh, the running back out of Stanford, is is excellent. You know, he, he was invited to New York last year. But what Lamar's
4: done right now through three games and putting up 158 yards rushing today with four rushing touchdowns and then another 216 yards passing and a touchdown.
0: Right. Well, Louisville average over 60 points a game. Now, you can say it was Charlotte. Okay, we'll give you that. You can say with was Syracuse, step up in competition. You can, you, can, you can say that. But to put that many points on a talented Florida, and there's no doubt this is a talented Florida State team.
4: Yeah, this happy. is
0: a very talented defensive line. To put up points like that, And look, Lamar is heads up by far the leading Heisman candidate right now. Number one. Number two, he is the best player in college football.
4: There it is. Hey, you know what? If you want to get in next, we still got about 10 minutes left in the show, 502-776-1350. I want to hear from you. Uh, And and you know what? A big shout-out to all our great sponsors for everything you do. Of course, Verizon Wireless sponsors the phone lines uh, and everything we do. My beautiful, beautiful HTC One, taking all the great pictures that you've seen uh, on Facebook and on dot 101com We're taking, uh, uh, you know, by Verizon. uh, Lavish Life uh, Hair boutique, uh, what those folks are doing. Appreciate you guys as well as the peer group and all the rest of our great sponsors. Just a big shout out to them. Another and also a shout out to Steve Montgomery Chevrolet. He was driving out the driving around the little red Corvette at the game today. Uh, you know, got got to see Steve Mudd out there wearing the red. Uh, you know, it was it was good to see him out there. So you know, just a big shout out to all the great sponsors and what you guys are doing. There you go. Oh, we got another caller coming in. There we go, caller. What's your name? What's your comment?
7: Hey, what's up, man? This is Cardinal T, man. I just want to ask this last caller, man. I mean, it just seems like he had a lot of hate for the Cardinals <laughs> on a great win like this today. You know, he always wants to say, you know, this and that, man. We made a great effort today. We played a great game. We beat a number two team with a great defense, and we just didn't beat them, man. We shut them out. It wasn't like we had thirty-two points. We had sixty, what sixty-three
1: points? Sixty-three points uh, on on Florida State.
7: Number two team in the nation, he's just, uh, to me, it kind of sounds like he's just kind of hating a little bit. You know, maybe he's a Kentucky fan.
0: Well, I was going to say, actually, good.
4: actually, he is a Kentucky Carcardo fan. T., his team is struggling with New Mexico State today. So, I think ah, that is well, a little bit... that explains why his call <laughs> was so negative. That hey, now, Car- why his Carcardo, was negative. Let me ask you, what, what did you think about the game? What was the thing that impressed you most? And do you think they can keep this thing rolling in the Death Valley in two weeks?
7: Well, man, let me tell you this. First of all, my thoughts about the game is, man, we dominated every aspect of the game. Special teams, defense, offense. It was broken plays. We came up with the 50-50 balls. And, you know, whatever they threw out there, we was coming up, man. And, you know, as far as, like, to come up with what's coming up next, I think the best thing for Louisville to do is just celebrate this today, maybe a little bit tomorrow, Monday. We hit the film room. We work on Marshall one game at a time, man. And I think we can really get to – it can be a really special season. I mean, you know, we, we we took care of Florida State. You know, we keep our nose clean. We take care of, of Clemson, man, and we right there in the ACC championship game.
0: There right. you go. And, and that's, that's going to be big. It's also going to be big to figure out where is the championship
7: game going to be held. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we were just talking about, man, because, you know, the, the different laws and everything, you know, and I won't get into that. But, you know, if they ever want to come to Louisville, you know, we got plenty of football fields. We got hotels coming up. You know, we'll be oh, glad to take that business. There
4: it is. There, there.
0: You know, and actually, that's one of the things they talked about, that <laughs> one of the teams watched be able to host
7: uh, the game. Well, you know, I'm th-
0: so I th- I th- interested.
4: Th- well, Cardinal T, I definitely appreciate your phone call, man. Uh, well, thanks, to, man. To, to I appreciate
7: it. It's first time. listening man. I just happened to hear it, and uh, y'all keep doing your thing, and I keep listening, man. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you, man. That, man. All right,
3: all right.
4: But but was
3: it? Love it's just a love over hey, there. Hey, you know David what? David Harrington and, and little sis.
4: We, we, we got the the, the little oh, yeah. Seminole. Yeah, in the I don't back, know what's going on here. Listening.
3: We got an a 5 and <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> But, you know what, Card- Cardinal team makes a great point, uh, you know, one game at a time. Those guys, uh, you know, seem really focused to that. Josh Harvey Clemens, uh, a guy yeah, who was – Sometimes people asked about his maturity uh, while he was at Georgia. I know that was one of the questions about him. Sounded great today in, in interviewing with the media. Very uh, grounded, very level-headed. And I think that that's what you see with this team is this team is focused – on not Florida State, they're not focused on Clemson. This team is focused on doing what you need to do to win a championship. And how do you do that? By going out and making sure every game you prepare for, like you're pre- preparing for a title line.
0: And scoring a thousand That's points fine. while you go. Fair now it. you know what one of the things we talked about was we've been a lot of U of L games, a lot of big U of L games. Yep. West Virginia, yep. the blackout game, amazing game, amazing game. Uh, the Sugar Bowl, New Orleans, amazing game. Of all the Louisville games you've been to, what is is this was this the best atmosphere you've ever been in for a Louisville football game?
4: It is the best pregame atmosphere that I've ever been for a Louisville game. It was amazing. Uh, it was, it was the you know, the, the combination of the video and the stars, and you have Terry Rozier back in town, Damian Lee's on front row at that game day. You have Lee Corso putting the Cardinal bird helmet on, you know, headgear on and all that. Pre-game, yes, I would say it was the best environment pre-game. Still not the best all-time environment, hey, Papa John's Cardinal said. The best environment, it, to me, is still that Louisville-West Virginia game. The blackout game was absolutely, it was a great game, back and forth, heavyweight fighters. You know, throwing haymakers back and forth. Uh, you know, the team with the ball last was going to win it. That to me, because of the atmosphere, this game was kind of boring. the Second half, it was pretty much more it was of over. A home run trot type of deal. Like it was pretty much over with. So the atmosphere didn't have the opportunity to get as great because Louisville was frankly just so dominant in the game. Now, what, what, what was your opinion of the of the best atmosphere? The best atmosphere
0: I've I've ever been to at a at a Louisville game would have to be the Sugar Bowl.
4: Yeah. We you have know, to be the Sugar knowledge. Bowl.
0: Yes. Only because one, well, one, it was a bowl game, but I was pretty big. But to me, the thing was.
4: Yeah, it's pretty big, you know.
0: It was. Sugar Bowl. You know, it's Sugar BCS Bowl. Game. BCS Bowl game. But the thing was, like, nobody picked us to win. Hmm. Only Louisville fans thought we was going to win the game. Everybody knew that we was going to lose the game. Everybody had us lose about 14, 15, 16, 17 points to Florida. There was no way we could win. We were overrated. Florida had too much talent on both sides of the ball. And when Floyd, when Terrell Floyd takes that pick six batter, the second pass of the game, and takes it back for a touchdown, Hmm. it was deafening in the Superdome. And it was like deafening the whole game. Nobody sat down. Everybody cheered the entire game. It was just beyond excitement. Looking at the dejected Florida fans, they left the building, was priceless. I'm telling you, that was to be like was the hypest Louisville game I've ever been to yeah. with like a 1A would be the West Virginia game, mainly because those were, that game was two offensive juggernauts going at it. Those were two unstoppable offenses. I don't care who was, I don't care who was playing defense, Alabama, uh, Ohio State. It didn't matter who, who you had on defense because you were not stopping Steve Slick and Pat White or Brom and Bush. You just weren't stopping either. of Or that wasn't and Bush, but Brom and Mario, you yeah, know Harry Douglas. Douglas and those guys. You just weren't stopping them. You just weren't stopping those two offenses, mm-hmm. and I they didn't get stopped all year long. There was a reason for that. I mean, it, it was back and forth, dip and tuck. It came down to the final wire. Actually, came down to Steve Slade getting hurt. Because if Steve Slade didn't get hurt
4: and starts fumbling the ball twice, who knows? because we would not stop West Virginia's offense. No, I agree with you. And and you know what? I just want to let everybody know, I know we're coming up and speeding towards the end of the show, but this isn't it for the main event sports this weekend. Main event sports show has been uh, asked to come over and do what we do best with our good buddies over at 1450, the sports buzz. Uh, So tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m., we will be on. So make sure you continue. Uh, Post game coverage. Uh, your thoughts will be taking calls on that, so make sure you check us out 14:50 a.m. tomorrow morning. And Jay has, I know you got the birthday bash coming up. But we you talk got, about that next you, week. You, you got a lot of things coming up. We you got your paper over. What you got <laughs> over there, man? <laughs> talk he's,
3: about he's about to say something. Look, guys, what a, what a great time you guys covered all the sports and U uh, of L football. We appreciate all what you guys are doing. But I got to give this list real quick with who, who attended college game day? Uh-huh. Jennifer Lawrence, Teddy Bridgewater, Rick Howard Sellenberger, Tom Jackson, Samuel, uh, John Snyder, Lonnie Ali, Leila Ali, Deion Branch, uh, D. Wayne Lucas, Daryl Griffin, Angela McCarty, McCarty uh, Pat Day, Will Smith, Jerry Fox, Brown and Foreman family. There was plenty of other more that was headed, and there are a bunch of events taking place tonight, Rashawn and Haven. And uh, what if you see what these guys do, all you have to do is go on, Haven Harrington III, Rashawn Myers, or myself, Jerry Hazard, Facebook. You can see some of the uh, back footage of some of the play-by-play and some of the uh, live coverage. Uh, all you do is go on to Facebook Live, and you see all the stuff, what we do around town, around the country. Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, what a fabulous job you're doing all week long. That's what it's all about. You guys always make the difference in, this, in the city, across this country. And Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers.
4: Hey, i tell you what, and if anybody likes anything that you heard today or want to hear more from Main Event Sports, make sure you download the app. Just go to the Google Play or iPhone App Store, search keywords Main Event Sports, three words, uh, and you can see everything we're doing with the blogs, podcasts, photo galleries, videos, breakdowns. You got it. It's all there. And, Haven, like we like to end every show, my man. Without any struggle. There is no progress. Have a great night. Peace. Main Event.